Hey, happy, happy, happy day, everyone. It is Kyle. We are back this week's episode of the Life Well Lived podcast. I hope you guys have had an amazing week. I hope you guys are having an amazing April so far. And I'm very excited to go over this week's info, this week's episode, because as we live in the current circumstances of our life, as we live in our current world, I think there is a lot of time for reflection. If you're anything like me, one of the things I do when I have time on my hand, I tend to reflect on things. And now sometimes when I'm looking at my life, like it's oftentimes like holidays or like a birthday or big changes where I I really look back on, on the last few months or the last few years. For example, right now, my wife and I are in a big transition in our lives, and it has made me reflect back on the last two to three years of my life thinking, wow, look at the changes we've made. Look at the things we've done. And I think when I have time on my hand, and if you're similar to me, when you have time on your hand, it it oftentimes is a time of reflection. Now, I hope your reflection time is something that can help you become a better person, that helps you in your growth, not a time to beat up on yourself. But hopefully, if you're utilizing that reflection time for growth, I like to think when I'm reflecting what are the areas I'm struggling in and what I can do about it, okay? I have certain goals for my life. I have a certain uh, accomplishments that I want to accomplish. And if I'm not meeting those things, if I'm not accomplishing those things, why am I not? So, In today's episode, we are going to reflect a little bit and we are going to go through 10 reasons of why you may be struggling and what you can do about it, okay? And so I'm very excited to go through this list of 10 things because in our lives, there may be things that we're working towards, right? And 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 once we start the episode, we're going to go into more. But for a few examples, maybe you're looking to hit like a weight loss goal, or maybe you're looking to own a house, or you're looking to get a certain job or a certain career, but you are not there yet. What we're going to go through is the daily disciplines, which obviously, as you guys know, lead to the weekly, monthly, and yearly disciplines and weekly, monthly, and yearly results, why are we not accomplishing the things we are looking to accomplish? Why have we not done the things that we set out to do in the first place? So we're going to go over a list of why you are struggling and what you can do about it. So sit back, turn it up in the headphones, grab a notebook. If you are taking notes, Crank it up in the car wherever you're listening to the Life Well Live podcast. And thank you for listening because this week's episode is all on why you're struggling in your current circumstances and what you can do about it. Hi guys, I'm Kyle Kirby, an entrepreneur, speaker, and friend, and welcome to Life Well Lived, a podcast designed to give you the ins and outs, the goods, and what you need to scale your life to the next level. Okay, let's jump right on in. So there are certain things in our life that we are striving for 
and are looking to accomplish. A short list I, I just thought of off the top of my head, but like raise your hand in the car real quick if this is one of these things. I, I always think I listen to podcasts in the car. Raise your hand wherever you're listening to the podcast, but raise your hand if you are looking and have not quite achieved one of these things, right? Whether you're looking to lose weight or gain muscle, maybe you're just looking to look better in general. I think a lot of people, when they're working on their health and wellness goals, one of their main accomplishments is like, you know, I really just want to look better. It's an aesthetic thing, right? So losing weight or gaining muscle. Saving money or building wealth, right? I, I think oftentimes it starts with saving money, but moving into like, I, I want to build a financial wall around myself or build a financial wall around my family, okay? But, but I'm not there yet. Starting a business and making it successful, getting a certain job or career. It can be something even like building your social media following, building your Instagram following, building your social media influence, having an organized house, having an organized pleasant life, having good, strong relationships, owning a house, right? Maybe it's even, maybe not something you're looking like good to go, but maybe you're trying to quit a bad habit. You're trying to quit smoking or you're trying to uh, stop doing something that has held on to you for a while, quit drinking. It, it can be anything, but you may be struggling in accomplishing these goals, right? You're really, really struggling to, to save up the money or, or the equity or, or the whatever it may be to buy a house, or you're really struggling to, to quit smoking finally, or you're really struggling to like, hey, I've lost a few pounds, but I really have this ideal body that, and I'm just struggling to reach it. So we're going to go over the 10 reasons on why you aren't where you want to be and why you don't have what you want to have, okay? And through these reasons, it could be all 10. It could be all 10. It, it might be a few. It could be one that is holding you back, but that one or those few could be a few that are impacting you in a major way and could be the single or few things that are truly holding you back from realizing your dreams, realizing your goals. And the thing about it is each point, each one of these takes consistent and constant work to develop, okay? Consistent and constant reminders in your mind, in your day of, of what you need to do. And I like to think of it like a muscle group, right? I, I, I'm really big into weightlifting. Um, and, and I always think like it's the classic thing. Uh, if you don't use it, you lose it. Like any muscle, if you don't use it in your daily life, you're going to lose it. I can squat all day long and do squats and leg things and everything, but if I don't work my arms, my arms will start to diminish if I'm not using those muscles. And so if you're not focusing daily on these skills, if you're not focusing daily on these mentalities, then you will lose it. And that might be the one or few things that is really holding you back from accomplishing the things you've set out to accomplish. So take time to assess where you are in each one of these categories. Take time to assess which ones you're really best at. Like, boom, I have that down. Like, I, I'm very clear on item number three, but I'm really struggling with items number five, six, seven, and eight, or whatever it may be for you. Um, and, and really figure out which ones you want to work on every single day. And work day in and day out to increase the skills of each one of those that you're struggling with. But don't neglect the ones you're good at too. Because if you neglect the ones that you're good at, those will eventually fall on the wayside. This takes work. You're going to really realize in this episode, like these items are important for accomplishing your goals, but they take consistent work. And I think, we'll get into this a little bit, but one of the reasons people don't accomplish their goals in their life is simply because they're not working at it. 
that they're not accomplishing the goals they're they're seeking out because they just are simply too lazy. And and they're not lazy people, but they're lazy when it comes to accomplishing the goals. And we're going to go over how you can address those items today to really make sure that they are accomplished. So once you assess where you are just in general in your life, right? Take some time to reflect, assess which ones you're good at, which ones you're struggling with. Go back weekly as you begin focusing on these weekly, okay? Weekly, maybe even multiple times during the week and assess yourself to see where you succeeded and where you neglected growing these certain areas, okay? Because if you're not reflecting and reassessing yourself, how do you know you're growing? You need to look back on your week and say, you know what? I I really did well with numbers one through four this week, but dang, I definitely neglected numbers nine and 10. I really need to continue working on one through four, but really get back in the habit of like focusing on numbers nine and 10 daily, okay? Um, You don't want to neglect growing certain areas. And, you know, sometimes each item is is something as simple as just reminding yourself daily. There's a few items where it's not like you have to like, I don't know. I don't want to say you don't have to work on it, but it's just like, you need to put it in front of you to remind yourself daily. Oh yeah. Like I need to think this way. I need to act this way. I I need to present myself in my life this way. And it just is as simple as like a sticky note reminder throughout your day. And, And others, you will have to mentally put yourself in the zone for and create circumstances. That's going to be huge. Creating circumstances and structure in your life in order for these to be accomplished. Because these 10 items, some of them, it's not going to be just like, boom, a switch and I'm done. No, 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 no. That, that's not how this works. It's going to be a, something that you're going to have to start creating structures and circumstances in your life that you don't currently have to accomplish what you need to accomplish. Well, I don't currently have the means to do this. Okay. Well, that's where new word of the day, everything is figure outable. I don't know if I've said that word before. Maybe I have, but that's one of my favorite words. Everything is figure outable, right? And look it up, English dictionary. No, it's not actually in there. But when you have the mindset that everything is figure outable, it means I don't currently have the means to this solution, but by work, by research, by setting my life up, by setting things up in a certain way, I can create the means for this thing to happen. I don't currently have it. I don't currently have the structure for this to happen, but I know that everything is figure outable and I will figure out how to do it. So make sure you get in the zone and create circumstances where you can succeed. So let's go ahead and jump right into the list. So number one is, and I think this is the biggest one, you don't have a clear why, okay? There's got to be a reason why you are doing what you want to do. And that reason should motivate you to spring out of the bed in the morning and get to work on that why. It, It should bring you through the tough times while you're working on those things. Because as you're working towards a big vision, as you're working towards the things that are important, it's not all rainbows and sunshines and dandelions and good things. Like you're going to have tough times and you have a strong why, then you will be able to be brought through those times. And and that why will, will carry you through those times. But if you don't have a strong why that, that will never happen. Right. And like, and here's here's what I want to be clear on because I think sometimes this has been said like I heard this say this said before and I 100% disagree with it is someone said your why should make you cry that is bullcrap guys your why is whatever is important to you 
your why doesn't have to make you cry. Like me personally, I'm not an emotional person that like cries, right? I, I, I'm just, I'm just not like a lot of things that people, oh, that's really sad. I'm like, I just don't tear up over things. There's things that get me emotional, but I don't tear up. So for a long time, when I heard that your why should make you cry, I really struggled because I'm like, well, geez, my why doesn't make me cry, but nothing makes me cry, right? And so get that out of your mind. And what I want to be clear on is like your why doesn't have to be noble necessarily. Okay. Now you need to be good in the world and you need to be kind in the world. Don't do illegal things. Don't do bad things, but your why doesn't have to be noble. It doesn't have to be like, I, I'm doing this. Here's an example. And because I think a lot of you out there here might be your why, like why you're trying to lose weight or why you're trying to start a business or why you're trying to get a career or why you're trying to get a house or any of these things. Um, your why might be like your kids. Okay. That is a noble thing, right? I'm doing this thing for my kids. And that's a strong why uh, your kids are something that wakes you up in the morning. Okay. Your kids are something when things are going strong, you know, you're not going to give up. Like you might give up, but you're not going to give up on your kids. So therefore you're not going to give up. That's a noble why. But if someone's why is like, Hey, I would really like to build a, a wall of financial stability around myself so that I can buy a Lamborghini and I can drive that Lamborghini up and down the street. Who are you to say that? Why is a bad? Why? No, that's not a bad. Why? If someone's goal is like, I want to own a house so I can just simply throw ragers all the time. Then, and that's what wakes them up in the morning. And that's what brings them through the tough times. Then that's an okay. Why? Like some of us might be like, well, ragers is not very noble. Like having ragers at your house isn't very cool. And that's just an example, but like, it doesn't matter to you. As long as the why gets you through the day, as long as the why is what drives you, what wakes you up in the morning. Oh, I, I want to do this. That's what is important, but you have to have a why. And that why has to, that why should stir up emotions in you, not necessarily crying emotions, but it should get you excited. It, it should get you going. You should be able to talk about your why all day long. And, and when you describe it to other people, other people should be like, Oh, they're, they're really passionate about that. That's when you know your why is legit and be very clear like why you're working towards that specific goal. Like I, and so clear that like you write it down. Okay. Like I, I literally, if you have a why think about your why, why you, why you want to build a, a better social media following or why you want to organize your house and have a better organized life. Right. And then write that specific why down and then refer back to it often. This is something you should put sticky notes up in your house or or notifications on your phone or or places you're going to be often so that you can be reminded of yourself of why you're doing the things you're going to do, okay? Why am I going to meet with a new client? Why am I going to go meet with the bank? Why am I going to go to the gym? Why, why am I doing this thing? Because of my why. And when you can be referring back to a very specific why that you've written down, you're going to be that much more successful in achieving and going towards it. Okay. Number two, you gotta, you, you can't make your why your why not. Okay. Let me say that again for the people in the back. You can't make your why your why not. So we just went over all the, like, you have to have a why, but your why can't be the reason why you don't do your thing. Okay. For example, if you are building a business to give your kids a better life and better circumstances than maybe you had when you were a kid and you're building your business for them, your kids can't be the reason you don't do the business. 
Okay. You're, you can't use your kids as the excuse of why you didn't make the sale or you didn't do the marketing or you didn't show up to work on time. Like you, you can't make your kids the excuse. Okay. If your goal is to like save money, build wealth, build a financial wall around your family, you can't make the lack of money an excuse of why you haven't accomplished that. Okay. That, it doesn't work that way. You can't make your why your why not. You can't make, uh, I don't have this thing, therefore I can't have this thing. That doesn't make sense, right? If you want to have a wonderful relationship with your spouse, you can't make your spouse the reason you don't do that thing. And you can't make your current circumstances, your current situation, the reason you don't become more later down the road. So be very clear on that. Don't Don't make having money or not having money, your excuse not to save money. Because again, everything is figure outable. Your current circumstances might think, oh, this is going to be hard. Good. Things are supposed to be hard. If it's hard, you know that it's probably a big goal. And so then you have to make things figure outable. You have to figure out it, okay, in order to make those things happen. So you have to think long term. You can't think, oh, I can't do it today, therefore I can't do it. It's like, no, what can I start setting up in my life? today, this week, this month, this year, so that a goal I have five years down the road gets accomplished. Okay. And that leads to number three is you, you don't have like the reason you're struggling is number three, you don't create a long-term plan and adjust as you go. Okay. People say they want to lose weight. And then when you ask them what they're doing, it's kind of this half-baked idea of what they want to do. Or, or you ask someone like they say, Hey, I want to buy a house. And then when you ask them about details of houses, when it comes to lending and saving and, and, and the housing market, and is it a buyer's market? They don't know, right? They don't have a plan. They're just like, Oh, I just want to buy a house. Okay. And that's not a terrible place to start. But then you need to create a long-term plan for your success, okay? And think long-term. If your goal is to start a business or start a family, you might need to think that like, hey, this isn't going to happen this year necessarily. I might not be successful this year. I might not be successful in three years. But my goal is to be successful in five years, 10 years, and every year after that. You have to think long-term. If your goal is to lose 50 pounds or 100 pounds of weight, it's not going to be lost this month. And in fact, that's probably going to take a while, right? But you have to create a long-term plan for success and stick to it. And then the key here is adjust as you go, okay? So first you have to actually ask yourself, do you know what it takes to reach what you are going after? Like, do you know the step-by-step process? I asked this um, of a buddy. He, he He's going for a certain career that is kind of an abnormal career. And I asked him, this was a while back, like, are you clear on the steps to get to this career? Like, if I wanted to go after this career too, could you write down, write it down, a step-by-step plan of here's how to how to do that? Here's how to go after the goal. And his answer was like, oh, no, I just kind of think you'd do this and this. Okay, then you'll never accomplish that goal. But when you can give me a very specific, here's the step-by-step-by-step thing I am going to do, and by doing these things, boom, 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 I will accomplish my goal. That is a plan. If you can go from the start of the plan to the end of the plan and the start of the plan, the work you do in the end of the plan creates the results, you know it's a good plan. Now, here's the goal. 
you need to adjust as you go. You have to change the plan um, throughout time. Um, but and this will get into the next thing, but not too fast, okay? But we'll, we'll hold off on that in a second. But know how to plan, right? So I'm let's say I'm on a weight loss plan, right? And I set my calories at let's just say I set them at 2,500 calories, okay? And I'm losing weight at 2,500 calories. Boom, 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 boom. But I just stay at 2,500 calories for the next 10 years. And I wonder, I'm like, well, why am I not losing weight anymore? Well, at one point, I need to adjust it. I need to adjust it down to 2,400 calories. Or I need to adjust my activity level so that they're higher. So I'm burning more calories throughout the day. Know to adjust things as you go. Sometimes bad things will happen. And you'll need to adjust a little bit. You're saving for a house, saving for a house, and boom, all of a sudden, all of a sudden your, your car breaks down. Okay, so you have to then adjust your plan. You don't scrap the house buying plan but you readjust. Okay. Maybe you're looking to, I don't know, build an Instagram or a social media following and something comes up or something slows down your progress. Maybe Instagram changes its algorithm. You might have to adjust your plan. You stick to the plan, but you just adjust it. Okay. But don't adjust too often. And that's where number three comes in. One of the reasons you're struggling is you aren't patient. Okay, you're not patient enough. You change things too fast. And I'll be honest, guys, I am one of the worst at this when it comes to my workout programs, right? If I don't feel like I'm getting results on my workout program in the first like two to three weeks, I'm like, this plan sucks. I'm moving on to another one. My buddy Mark tells me all the time, he's like, you got to stop doing that. I've been doing the same plan. He adjusts it, but I've been doing the same plan for the last five years and look at my results. And he's a lot stronger than me and he's a lot bigger than me. Shout out to you, Mark. But I, I'm not the same size of him. I don't have the same strength as him in, in the weightlifting gym because I switch too often, right? I, I I know what I'm doing as a health coach. Like I know the nutrition side of things. I know weightlifting, but I'm not patient enough. I change things too fast. And the key is results take time, okay? People overestimate the change they can make in a month and they underestimate the change they can make in a year. People think they're going to change their whole freaking lives in 28 days and 31 days. But then when you tell them like, hey, you could lose. Well, here's an example, right? So people get mad when you tell them like, hey, one pound a week. I'm going to help you lose one pound a week. We're, we're talking fitness and nutrition right now. I'll help you lose one pound a week. People are like, I only lost four pounds this month. I only lost one pound this week, okay? They, they overestimate the change they can make in one month. But what if I put it this way? If you lost one pound a week, you would lose 52 pounds this year and 104 pounds over the next two years. How many people would love to raise their hand and say, I'd love to lose 52 pounds this year or 104 pounds in two years, right? I, I think most people would be at their ideal goal if they lost 104 pounds in two years or, or less. I think most people aren't even have that goal, right? Like, but you have to you, you have to give it a year or two. You have to be patient. You have to know that, hey, I've got to be consistent on my plan, stick to my why, stick to my plan for 52 straight weeks to lose 52 pounds at one pound a week, okay? Or let, let's take it from a financial. Someone says they want to save money, save for a house, build a financial wall around the family, okay? $100 a week, okay? A hun I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. $100 a year, okay? $100 a year equals $1,200 
In, oh, I'm rephrasing again. I'm sorry. I got notes here. $100 a month would equal $1,200 in a year. And a lot of people, $100 a month is just like maybe not going out a couple times and 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 maybe, okay, this goes back to everything's figure outable. Maybe that means if you want an extra $100 a month, you figure it out. Like maybe you have to go sell, sell some things. Okay. You have to create like an online business for yourself. Maybe you have to go get a second job. Like you can figure out, someone says, well, I, I don't have an extra $100 a month. Right. I bet you do. I bet you do have $100 if you really went through your life and figured out ways to save things. But if you really are an exact on your budget, okay, then maybe it does take going to get in a second job, doing some projects on the weekend, selling some things, okay? But if you were able to save $100 a month, that's $1,200 a year, and that's $6,000 in five years. That's unbelievable, right? At just $100 a month. And I think the key here is you have to be patient because sometimes people think it's not building up very fast. After three months, they only have $300 and they're like, well, what the heck, you know? And and they feel like, well, this can go towards other things. This can go towards my gas or my groceries. I'm not going to save up money. But if they were just consistent and had a plan to save $100 a month in five years, they would have $6,000 in their savings account. And to be honest, how many people could raise their hand and say, yeah, I've got $6,000 in my savings account? Not many. So you have to be patient. Okay. Number five, you buy your own excuses. And I see this one all the time. I'm bad at this one, right? I have to mentally put myself in positions because I know this is a struggle I have, right? We tell ourselves, I'm too tired. I'll be more motivated later. I'll get it done later. I don't have the finances. I don't have enough information. I don't have the knowledge. Uh, I Here's the worst one is oftentimes people think I have some special thing that nobody else has that prevents me from doing this thing. Okay. And I'm, I won't give any excuses because sometimes this, this is a little sensitive for people, but like people think they're like unique that I'm the only one in this world with his excuse. Therefore I can't be accomplished. Guess what? I'm not trying to say you're not special, but whatever excuse you have, there have been hundreds, probably thousands, maybe millions of people with the exact same excuse that made it happen. We live in a world of 7 billion people. I guarantee you hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of people with the exact same excuse, no matter what the excuse is, have been successful in the same endeavor you're going after with the same excuse or even worse. So you do, I'm telling you today, this is truth from Kyle. You, okay, this sounds bad, but I'm being honest. You are not special. Your excuse is not special. Okay. Whatever your excuse is, whatever it is, it's not a special excuse because everything is figure outable in the same circumstances for years, decades, centuries, people have been able to accomplish success at whatever it is, buying a house, losing weight, saving money, whatever it is, with the exact same excuse. So quit buying your own excuses. You're not tired. You're unmotivated, okay? You're not going to get motivated later. As we talked about before, it's action that leads to motivation. You're not going to get it done later. You need to get it done right now. You don't have the finances? Good. Go figure things out and figure out a way to do the finances. You might not have the finances now. You might not have the finances a month from now. But if you start setting things up today, you can create circumstances and create a situation where you do have the finances to do the thing. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the information. Hey, guess what? You have Google. Go get the knowledge. Go get the information. Don't buy your own excuses. Number six, you buy other people's excuses. 
Okay. You don't go to the gym because your buddy's not going to be there. You, you, you don't go to the gym because they cancel on you. You, you don't work out. <laughs> this is, here's the thing. Other people's excuses includes the world's excuses. You're not working out right now because the gym's closed. Oh, boo hoo. Do some at home gym workouts. Okay. Like the, the government sucks right now. Okay, great. The government might always suck. Like, or it's, it doesn't matter. Just like, don't buy other people's excuses. You can still be successful. I can't buy a house because the housing market sucks right now. There's people that buy houses when the housing market sucks. I, um, what, what's another one? Like someone else doesn't have the money, right? Well, I can't, they don't have the money, so I can't make the sale, right? I, I've got this great business idea, but people don't have the money, so I can't make sales. Then figure out a way to make it happen. Um, you know, people, here's a big one right now in today's world. And, and don't get me wrong. I say this, like you guys need to stay safe, right? Stay safe, stay, stay healthy during COVID-19. But I, I hear this all the time. Well, you really shouldn't be doing that right now, whatever it is. You really shouldn't be doing that right now. Even outside of COVID, I hear this all. Well, right now is not a good time to do that. You shouldn't do that right now. Quit buying other people's excuses. Other people are saying the things they are saying because of where they are at in their life and you are not at the same point in them. The government, the world circumstances are always going to be crazy. I guarantee that, right? The, the government and the world circumstances are going to be about the same way they have been for the last 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years. They're going to be about the same. We can assume that the next 20 years are going to be about the same as the last 20 years, as Jim Rohn says, okay? So don't buy other people's excuses of why you can't do the things you need to do. Number seven, let me get some, I'm going to drink my bubbly here. I hope you guys aren't listening to this podcast at one and a half or two speed because I don't think you'd understand it. I got to remind myself to <laughs> slow down sometimes. Number seven, here we go. You don't have a no matter what mentality. You simply give up too easily. Whatever goal you're going after, whatever why you're going after, whatever thing you're looking to accomplish, you give up too easily. Mental strength, that no matter what attitude, comes through repetition and discipline. And guess what, guys? Discipline isn't fun. You know, even as I'm recording this podcast, don't get me wrong. I love recording this podcast, but it's discipline. It's discipline to set it up, write my notes. I wanted right now to go play video games. I did. I wanted I, like while I was writing up the notes for this podcast, I was like, I'd much rather be playing video games right now. And like two times while I was writing the notes, I was like, well, I'll just go take a little break, play some video games, come back. No, I got to have a no matter what mentality. I got to finish these notes. I got to record the podcast so that you guys can have the goods so that I can commit to the promise I made myself to do this podcast every single week, right? Sometimes that discipline isn't fun. And discipline, here's the thing with discipline. Discipline is when you do it right away anyways, even when it's not fun. Like discipline is, um, I want to do this later. I, I want to do this at a later time. I want to do this when I feel more comfortable. I wanted whatever. And you know, uh, -uh I do it right now. Okay. It, right now, like hey, I, I want to get good results. The gyms aren't closed. Well, I'll just wait till the gyms open up. Uh-uh. You do it right now. You go work out right now. Oh, I'll work out later tonight. I'll feel better then. No. Okay. It's a no matter what mentality. You do it right now. If you committed to yourself, one of my buddies, he's such a mentally strong person. When he sets himself a goal, he's like, I guess I'm staying up all night. I, I, I'm weak in this area often. I think to myself, uh, I'm going to go sleep. 
And he's like, no, no, no. I made this commitment to myself. I'll stay up all freaking night to make this happen. And he does because he has a no matter what mentality and he's mentally stronger. So when you're going towards your goals, it's not always going to be fun. The results can be fun. When you reach success, you're going to freaking love the discipline. You won't mind the discipline you put in, but you have to know that it takes discipline. You have to have the no matter what mentality to achieve the levels of success, to achieve the accomplishment, to do the things you want to do. The results are amazing. I guarantee you, you'll look back and be like, the discipline was 100% worth it. It kind of sucked, but to be honest, it didn't suck that bad because I have the goal I went after. So be disciplined in doing those things and have a no matter what mentality. Number eight, you aren't consistent. You simply aren't consistent in the things you're doing. You save up a little money and then you stop. You start losing a few pounds and then you stop. You go back to new habits, right? You start growing your social media following and then you stop. You start figuring out things, gaining the knowledge to do the deal then you stop. You start quitting alcohol. You start quitting the bad habit. You start quitting smoking and then you stop. You aren't consistent on the things you need to do. Again, you give up too easily. I'm not seeing the results fast enough and therefore you go back to your old habits. If you want to see long-term results, you have to stick to it. It's an hour by hour, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, until the day you die process. And that sounds extreme, but if you want to reach the level of success, if you want to quit smoking permanently, you have to be consistent. Is it going to be easy? No, discipline isn't fun. It's not easy. It's not fun, but you have to be consistent in it. And the other reason sometimes I see people consistent, going back to the previous point, you don't have a plan. It's like, well, I'm not consistent because I don't have a plan to be consistent on. So create the plan and then be consistent on it. Most of us have a really good plan to lose weight or make savings or create a budget or do the things we want to do. We have the plan. Most of us have the knowledge. If you don't have the knowledge and plan, go figure that part out. But once you have the knowledge and plan, it just takes consistent work. You just have to be consistent. Number nine, you focus too much on the easy, easy, let me say it again, blah, blah, maybe drink a little bubbly here. Bubbly or LaCroix, one of the one of the uh, best uh, sparkling water brands out there. So number nine, you focus too much on the easy things and neglect the hard things. Here's the deal. Like in my business, sometimes I, I, I see like the different coaches I'm working with, like social media can be easy. Staying home is easy, you know, uh, like, and, and so they just do the easy things. I'm going to do the easy part of my job. Ooh, it got cut off there just for a second. So number nine, um, so they do the easy part of the job, right? They do the things that come naturally to them, right? You know, for me, um, there are certain things that come easy in my life, come easy in my business. And so it's easier for me to just focus on those things, right? Um, like, you know, here's the difficult things, you know, budgeting isn't easy. Getting a second job isn't easy right? Not only from like the work point of view, but maybe for some of you, even from like the, the ego point of view, like, Ooh, is that going to look weird if I get a second job or people going to think I'm poor? Who cares what people think? You got to do the hard things. If you want to accomplish your goals, if your goal is to save up a hundred dollars a month, you might need to go get a second job to make that happen. You might need to drop the ego to make that happen. 
right? Um, for some, it's like, oh, you know, posting for my business to social media. Like, I'm just going to do a post. Like, that. that's easy. Oh, and I did work today. No, you know what's hard? Like, marketing to new clients, creating sales, doing the things you want to do. You know what? You know what's easy? Looking on Zillow for houses. That's easy. You know what's hard? Figuring out how loans work, figuring out how to get the best rate on a loan for your house, figuring out how to save the 20% down payment on that home. That's hard, but so easy. We focus on the fun things, the easy things and neglect the hard things. So here's my challenge to you. Figure out for yourself what the hard things are in accomplishing your goals and work on those. Create disciplines around those things. Meal prep when it comes to weight loss is hard. Cooking healthy meals, staying away from the bad things, that's hard. Sometimes, like, I don't know if you're like me, but like going to the gym is easy. Like, I like going to the gym. I like working out. That's the easy part. The hard part is like actually counting your calories, actually counting your macronutrients. Stop. Keep doing the easy things. Of course, you got to keep doing the easy things, but stop neglecting the hard things. Figure out the things that don't come naturally to you. Figure out the things that aren't fun, but essential to accomplishing the goal you want to accomplish, and it will happen for you. Number 10, you don't grow yourself through personal development. You must level up. You must level up who you are today to become someone else. What I like to ask myself is who do I need to become to be the person that I want to be? What the, When I think of my ideal self, what does that person do on a daily basis, right? What does he think about? What does he read? What does he do or not do? What are the habits he has? My ideal self what does he do? I need to start doing those things now. It's not, I'm not waiting. Like it's not going to just come naturally. Like, oh yeah, in 10 years, I'm going to become this ideal self. No, if I want to be soon, I don't have kids now, but if I want to one day be like a great father and have three or four wonderful kids that I love and have a great relationship, I have to start practicing some of those things now. If, if I want to be one of my goals in life, I'm being, I'll be straight with you. Like I want to be a seven figure earner. Okay. I can't just wait 10 years to be a seven-figure earner. What are the habits of a seven-figure earner that I can start now? What do seven-figure earners read? What do they think about? Where do they spend their life? What do they talk about? What's in their conversations? Who's their friend group? I want to start thinking through those things. If someone owns a house, if someone has a six-pack, if someone like it doesn't matter if you have the people that have massive Instagram followings, the person that has the career I want, that has the job I want, that has the, the money I want, that has the business I want. What do they do on a daily basis? Those are the skills. Those are the disciplines that I need to start working on. And you can do those through multiple ways. One classic personal development is reading books, listening to podcasts like the Life Well Lived podcast, listening to YouTube, watching YouTube videos listening to audios. That's how you're going to gain the knowledge. And then you're going to put those things in action by consistently practicing them. Figure out the things that work. Figure out the things that don't work. Doing the things daily and practicing the disciplines of what that needs to become. And guess what? Again, this might not just be a, a daily, weekly, monthly thing. 
If you know that, okay, I guarantee you that seven-figure earners are really, really good at their budgets and they know everything about finances, well, then I need to start practicing today how to create a great budget and how to master budgeting. I need to figure out today what are the things I need to do to become a master of finances, whether that be stocks or real estate or the, the market or whatever it is. I need to learn those things and it's not going to happen overnight. It might take two, three, four, five, ten years of reading and practicing and learning to make that happen. And one day I will be that seven figure earner. And one day I will have that business. And one day I will lose the weight and be at my ideal body. But you have to start now and you have to start growing yourself through that personal development. You have to start working on your working on yourself and up leveling yourself and evolving into the new version of you. So guys, that is our 10 points of why you may be struggling now in your current circumstances towards your goals and what you can do about it. Work on these things, go after these things, practice these things, stay disciplined in these things, come back to them often, maybe re-listen to this podcast and write down the notes of each point and remind yourself of them daily. Am I being patient in my goal? What is my why? What excuses am I holding on to? What negative excuses am I letting other people say into my life? Am I having a no matter what mentality? Whatever you need to work on, remind yourself of those daily and you will start to see your life. You'll start to see your life change day after day week after week, month after year, year after year, and in one year, five years, 10 years time, you will almost be an unrecognizable person because of the strides you've made in your life. People will look at you and think, wow, look at who they became. And you know it started with daily disciplines, with the daily work of focusing on these 10 points. With that, guys, I hope you guys have an amazing week. I hope you guys stay strong in these things that you can remind them to yourself on a daily basis and begin working in these. If you guys liked this podcast and if you guys have liked the Life Well Live podcast, first of all, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. For those of you that have shared it on Instagram or shared it on Facebook, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart. This has been such a fun project to work on, and I absolutely love meeting with you guys on a weekly basis. If you guys would, I'd love for you guys to subscribe wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or right here on Anchor, maybe it's Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening, please subscribe. Please leave a review if you haven't left a review. I'd absolutely love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, good or bad, hopefully good, but good or bad. Let me know the things even I can improve. Let me know the things you'd like to talk about. And of course, um, please share this with a friend. Tag them on Facebook. I'd love for you guys to share this on your Instagram story, your Facebook stories, or wherever you're on social media so that more people can hear, more people can be inspired, and more people can know about the Life Well Live podcast and, and our mission, my mission to help make the world a a better place, a more positive place, a more optimistic place. So with that, I'm going to say thank you. I love you. And I hope you guys have an amazing week. 